lot of times I get my canvases from thrift stores, so they already have a painting on them. And I try to leave a little bit of the original painting there, just like bits and pieces of it. Like this one was, believe it or not, a dog. Like that's his nose that somebody else painted. It's upside down. But it's almost like a collaboration. Anonymous. You know, and if, it, and if there, if there, sometimes there's names on the back and I try to incorporate that into a title, which I hardly ever do is title stuff. But if somebody's name is on it, I try to give them some credit, but usually they're in the name on it. Hello, I'm the lesbian Madge Weinstein of yeastradio.com, and that one is Justin Palera of pulpistaken.com. This is the fifth episode of the Untitled Show, where we talk about what's going on in the world and in the arts. A new solar material has been invented by Ohio State. The new solar material is able to capture light from every spectrum of the rainbow, all other te solar technologies can only collect energy from a small range of this spectrum. This is a huge breakthrough which could greatly improve the efficiency of solar technology as long as British Petroleum, stop looking at me, doesn't buy up the patents like they did with so many of the existing solar patents so far. Governor Palin specifically said she would support the federal marriage amendment which would ban gay marriage at the federal level. Palin immediately contradicted herself by saying to the Christian Broadcasting Network that she would not tell gay people what they can and cannot do. According to Huffington Post, disgraced New York Times reporter and neocon shill Judith Miller has been hired by Fox News. What a perfect outlet for her press releases disguised as news. I hate that Nafka. As the world rushes towards the inevitable global socialism, Karl Marx proves prophetic. Bernd de Busman wrote about Marx's relevance in an article for Reuters. De Busman writes, quote, Marx stressed the battle for democracy as essential for the communists to support as a necessary condition to the eventual establishment of socialism. He also saw the attempts by capitalists to save the capitalist system from its chronic crisis, the crisis of overproduction leading to depressions, not only hopeless, but self-defeating in their own centralization of credit, their creation of bigger and bigger monopolies, their search for foreign markets to dump surplus goods and gain access to greater and cheaper quantities of raw materials and pools of labor. The capitalists were digging their own grave Unquote. Marx was right, Rand was wrong. Vice presidential candidate Joe Biden is cautioning Democrats not to get too confident or cocky. Biden said, quote, we've been here before. We've been poised to win the presidential election the last two times. We underestimated how successful virulent attacks are, unquote. So audience, we've been doing great so far at getting Obama elected. In these last two weeks, however, we need to work twice as hard. Ask everyone you know, especially in swing states, whether or not he or she is voting for Obama. If they say no, ask why and dig, dig, dig. Make them follow their logic until they see that a vote for McCain is just more Bush economic policies, which will drag this country down to becoming a failed state. Okay, so um, that's it for me. What's up in the arts, Justine? Thank you. Instead of covering art stories this week, I'd like to address a big question. What do people want from art? Or put another way, what does art want from us? Does this make sense, Madge? No, that makes no sense. How can art want something? Just so well, in the beginning, art can't actually want anything. 
Book Good Art gives us a lot. In return, art asks us that we pay more attention to the world. What do you mean? I found that good art is, by its nature, generous. Stop looking at me! <laughs> it's about opening our eyes, about encouraging us to look more closely at what's around us. Art provides us with clues about how to live our own life. For example, I'd like to answer that by talking about art in every experience. Put differently, creating, collecting, or just appreciating art can make life richer. Anyone who has a serious obsession with doing something is making art. So is masturbation art? That's more of a hobby. Serious obsessives throw themselves into their work for its own sake. A baker can be making art when he is kneading dough early in the morning, or a window washer at work, or an event planner preparing for an event. Okay, that makes sense. Right, we get to the art already. Yes. This week, I want to talk about the new trend I see in art. There's a growing movement to make more personal and smaller works of art. An example of working in this way is seen in the Blank Space exhibition. Blank Space is an art show inside an HIV medical clinic. We showed footage of this exhibition at the beginning of this video cast. Two interesting artists working in a more personal and small way are Doug Stapleton and Joe Boudreau. What is also great about the exhibit is that it brings art into unexpected places, into a place of medical care. Too often, the art in medical clinics might actually make you sick. The Blank Space exhibition, on the other hand, is all about healing. The artists in the show have suffered from drug addiction and use artwork as a means to recovery. What's striking is that even when tackling an issue as big as drug addiction, these artists work small. Doug Stapleton's little photo collage paintings are usually smaller than a piece of notebook paper packed into the little canvases is a whole world of tender, personal, and often revealing images. For example, in one work, Callboy, Doug Stapleton constructs a bird-headed shirtless youth as a kind of prostitute from Mars. Mr. Stapleton also collages human-animal hybrids over maps of the end of the world or Antarctica. Joe Boudreau, also in Blank Space Exhibition, has reoccurring images that keep coming back in his paintings. They are like his personal vocabulary. For instance, a mysterious man without a head in a suit or a strange dog. Both might be symbols for his loneliness or just individuality. These metaphoric symbols are way more personal than I'm used to seeing in art. And so that's all for this week. And next week, I'll be talking about Latin American art. Okay, well, thank you very much. And uh, what is that? You know, this is the end of the show, and I didn't write that part of the script. So, uh, what so do we send say? us your comments and questions to pulpistaken at gmail.com, and we would love to hear from you. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you again next week. All right. It's all a high definition blur. It's all what high def blur? High def blur. <laughs> <laughs>